The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Fairfax Delegate Eileen Fillercorn was voted out of a leadership role by her Democratic colleagues in the House of Delegates yesterday. Before they lost the majority, Fillercorn was the first woman and Jewish person to serve as the Speaker of the House. Patrick Larson reports. According to sources present at the vote, Portsmouth Delegate Don Scott led the charge to remove Delegate Filler Corn from her position as minority leader. Scott announced his own candidacy shortly after the vote and said he'd take on Republican leaders and work to win back a Democratic majority in the House. And I think at the end of the day we're going to come out united and ready to do the work for the Commonwealth and the people of the Commonwealth. Political sources and analysts say the leadership change is likely a delayed response to the big losses Democrats faced in 2021 elections for House and statewide offices. It's not clear when a vote for a new caucus leader will be held. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A Virginia Senate panel has rejected Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposal to temporarily suspend the gas tax. Whitney Evans has more details. The three-month tax holiday would have saved Virginia consumers about 26 cents per gallon, but it would have cost the state about $437 million. Opponents, including Senate Majority Leader Dick Saslaw, say ending the gas tax would hamper the state's ability to fix roads. Saslaw voted with nine other Democrats and two Republicans Wednesday to block the tax holiday. He told the committee the conditions of some northern Virginia roads are the worst he's seen. This whole thing could not come at a worse time from the standpoint of highway maintenance. It could not come at a worse time. Republican Senator Steve Newman sponsored the bill. He insisted the state has enough money in unanticipated revenue to cover the proposal. Whitney Evans, BPM News. The Richmond and Henrico Health Districts have set up an email alert system to let community members know when there are spikes in opioid overdoses in their neighborhoods. The alert program is called the Metro Richmond Spike Alert. It's designed to warn opioid users and their loved ones when dangerously potent or improperly manufactured drugs enter the community, which are more likely to cause an overdose. In addition to notifying participants of increased cases, the program will also email educational resources on how to respond to overdoses when they occur. To sign up for spike alert notifications, visit rhhd.gov slash spike alert. Petersburg has been ranked as the least healthy city in Virginia. It's the city's second year in the bottom spot, according to the Virginia Mercury. Falls Church took the number one spot on the rankings released yesterday by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and University of Wisconsin's Population Health Institute. Contributions to Petersburg's low ranking include a disparity in wealth, a lack of health care providers, and the continuing impact of COVID-19. Researchers at William & Mary say residents of Williamsburg and surrounding areas may be more exposed to cancer-causing radon gas than previously thought. Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO has more. Millions of years ago, southeastern Virginia was a shallow sea, the shoreline way over in Richmond. 
I'm at William and Mary's campus looking at what's known as the Yorktown Formation. It's a stretch of sand, clay, and other material left over from those millions of years ago that covers much of Virginia's coastal plain. Ocean level would be, you know, 100 feet or 200 feet above us, and there would be these sharks swimming around, seals, walruses. That's geology professor Jim Casty. His research team recently revealed that the Yorktown Formation can cause high levels of radon gas in the region. Old whale bones, for instance, contain uranium that slowly decays, leaking radon gas. This isn't really a contaminant. It's a naturally occurring gas that is in the Earth's crust, but it can really harm human health. When you're outside, your risk is low because the gas disperses into the wind. But in lower levels of a home without good ventilation, like a basement, over time radon can cause lung cancer. Radon is a very serious risk compared to other natural hazards like floods, tornadoes, and hurricanes and whatnot. But everyone knows about the former and not the latter. The professors suggest getting a radon detector to test for the gas in your own home. That was Catherine Hafner reporting. Two real estate companies have paused part of their plan to build a pair of large apartment buildings in the Willow Lawn area. Originally, two seven-story buildings with almost 600 units were planned to replace a set of outdated office buildings on Willow Lawn Drive and Bird Avenue. But according to Richmond BizSense, the developers are changing the design so there will be fewer apartments after neighbors express concerns about the building's height and traffic. The firms are also giving Henrico County and GRTC more time to figure out how to handle bus traffic and commuter parking at a nearby Pulse station. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.